broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Midtown Business Radio. Hello, everyone. It is C.W. Hall, your host here on the Midtown Business Radio show. Thank you for making us a part of your day. Over the past year or so, I've had the opportunity to meet some folks from some of the local area academic institutions. One of the healthcare shows I did actually was taking a look at some of the things that uh, folks at Kennesaw State University were doing around uh, brainwaves and things that they can do with technology about interpreting brainwaves. That really kind of got me interested in what they were doing there. The, the, that particular project is one that's very intriguing and interesting. Began to learn a little bit more about Kennesaw State University from that point forward and had an opportunity to get to know some of the folks over there. And they recently reached out and said, hey, we would love to have some folks on from our College of Continuing and Professional Education to talk a little about how that type of program can help folks in the community, whether they are individuals or business folks. So we have with us in the studio, Jennifer Henderson. She's a program manager for KSU's College of Continuing and Professional Education. Thanks for taking some time to sit in with us. Thank you for having me today. You brought along with you today a couple of folks who themselves have had an opportunity to take advantage of some of your offerings there. And we have David Drake with us in the studio and uh, Melissa Amavisca. And correct. I appreciate you all sitting in. I look forward to uh, talking to you each a little bit more about how you were able to take advantage of this program. First, let's get to it, Jennifer, and talk a little bit about what the, the College for Continuing and Professional Education is all about. Sure. Well, we are a college within the university. So um, something that we're very proud about. So we have our own dean and um, those kind of things. But we've actually been in the community since 1966, and we serve about 17,000 students annually. Um, and we do have industry-experienced instructors that teach over 50 professional certificate programs for us. And we do have a variety of personal programs as well, such as painting and um, dancing and that kind of stuff. And in addition to that, there are some certificate programs like paralegal, human resources, personal financial planner, corporate financial planning and analysis, and payroll and professional investigators. Interesting opportunities. How long, how long does a typical program take for me to go through one of these types of you know, specialized education focuses like that? Sure. Well, one of the great things about our college is that um, coming to us, you don't have to do the traditional prerequisites like doing math and English and those kind of things. So you can come to us and actually get industry experience right then and there. So those are the quality, you know, they're the needs that you need to have and the skills that you need to have to actually get out there and get the job. So with us, our programs range anywhere from six months, from six weeks to six months to 15 months, depending on what you're trying to do. But it's all industry specific skills that you're going to be learning. So um, I know you mentioned a couple of things. So like professional investigator, that one will take you about 23 weeks to finish. Our human resources management certificate program, that will take you 13 weeks. Um, for paralegal, that one is actually a total of 13 classes that you have to take and pass. But each one of those individual components is only six weeks long. So um, those are some of the great things about it is that you can just come to us for a short amount of time and get that experience. As a program manager, what are you focused on throughout your day when you're there at the college? So the things that I focus on mainly are making sure that the programs that we offer are current, that they're up to date, that our instructors um, have the industry experience and the national certifications needed to actually teach those classes. So my day is filled with doing a lot of research to make sure that we have the information that we need for 
the classes and that our students are going to be getting the information that they need as well to be successful. And a lot of times it's reaching out to other industry experts to make sure that we've got what we need for our classes. And when it comes to this sort of coursework, I'm not getting a degree, I'm getting a certificate. Talk about the distinction and why is that certificate valuable? Sure. Well, there is a difference between a degree and a certificate. And then there's also a difference between a professional certification. Okay. So um, like you said before, we don't offer degrees for our programs. They are certificates and you get professional development certificates at the end. So what we're doing is we are giving you the training and the education that you need to potentially go out and get that national certification. So for example, with human resources, you come to us and we will teach you what you need to know in those 13 weeks um, to pass that national certification exam at the end. Now, I know in programs like master's degrees, for example, many times you're dealing with executives and business leaders from the community that are also sharing their time uh, to contribute as instructors in coursework. Is that the same sort of thing that we're seeing here, that when I come in to learn paralegal uh, types of expertise that I'm going to be taught by, I guess, folks from those various industry verticals? Oh, absolutely. Um, with That's one of the main things that we focus on in our college is making sure that every program that we have, so whether it's paralegal or human resources or web design or one of our healthcare programs, that they are taught by industry professionals. So with our paralegal program, we have attorneys that are licensed in the state of Georgia. So they're there to teach those classes to our students and they practice in the areas that they teach as well. So if you come and take a family law course, you're going to be taught by a family law attorney. So the same goes for the students that are in our web design class. They are taught by industry experts that are actually working in the area. Same thing when you're taking our CNA or a medical assistant classes. Those are going to be actual certified CNAs or they're going to be, you're going to get a registered nurse in there or even medical doctors that are there to teach us. When it comes to, I've gone through one of the certification courses and successfully finished that. Is there some support that would help me meet uh, enterprises within that space around the community or maybe even beyond the, the metro area, perhaps, that you have relationships with that let your graduates of these certificate programs then maybe make contact with some of the entities that maybe they'd try to score some work with? Sure, yeah. Um, one of the great thing about having our industry leaders that actually work in the community and they live in the community um, with our instructors is that they actually provide networking opportunities for our students. So they're a great, great resource to get in with. So if you love what you're doing and you're in the area and you have a really good relationship with your instructor, it's always a good idea to talk to them outside of class time, preferably. I mean, you could do it in class too, I guess. Um, but to te- reach out to them and say, you know, what are your ideas on how I can get a job? How do I get my foot in the door? A lot of times we do offer job postings for our students. We don't offer job placement where we actually, you know, put you in a job, Mm -hmm. but we will try to connect you with as many job opportunities as possible. I know for the paralegal program, we have um, area law firms and attorneys and corporations that will contact us directly looking to hire Mm -hmm. our students. So what we do is we then pass that along to our students and graduates and tell them, Hey, if you're interested, you probably should contact them because they're actually looking to hire you and our students. So it's a really good way for them to get into those jobs. So we do offer that for our students. When it comes to this type of educational program, do you see the people that are coming to you for these types of classes? 
Are they looking to enhance a, a particular career path that they're on with an extra nugget of information? Or do you see people that are maybe looking to maybe transition into a, a, a new direction? And this is a way that kind of not quite as grueling in terms of time demand and maybe even finance uh, to, 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 to go through the course and get started, but nonetheless helps me change gears and maybe go a different direction in, in the same time. Right. Yeah. We actually have, um, that's a really good question. We actually have students that come from all over and from all different reasons. We get some students that are right out of high school and they are looking for something more than maybe just a retail position. So they're looking for a career. Mm -hmm. Most of the jobs, um, most of the certificate programs that we do offer, you just need a high school education to come in and learn those skills and that trade. So we have those that come out of high school looking for that. We have those that come to us for an advanced certificate. So maybe they've been in a particular area for a while and they are learning to add on to that particular skill set, maybe to get a promotion or maybe to get a raise or to even maybe just jump into a different level of that position. So we see that with some of our programs like payroll or HR or those. Um, and then we also have students that are career changers. That's probably a huge chunk of our students that we see that they've been in one particular area for five years, 10 years, mm -hmm. 20 years. They've been doing the same thing for so long and that they're really just looking for a way to segue into a new profession. And so they come to us looking to get those skills. When it comes to a certificate program, like what we're talking about here at KSU's College of Continuing and Professional Education, what does it look like when it comes to paying for it? Are, are there some financial options like are available to me if I want to go through, say, an associate degree or a bachelor's or master's degree program? Are there, can I get funding assistance with that as well? Yeah, well, we do have a few different financial aid options and we're set up a little bit differently because we do offer non-credit programs. So your traditional financial aid, like you mentioned for bachelor's degree or master's or even your associate's degree doesn't necessarily apply to us. Okay. So you can't apply for things like your FAFSA or federal grants or the HOPE scholarship that will unfortunately not pay for the classes that we have. However, we do try to work with our students. So we do offer payment plans on a, most of our classes. We have scholarship opportunities, which are fantastic. Mm -hmm. We also have, um, we partner with the with Cobworks and some of the other workforce development um, entities within the community to offer the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. So that's a great way. So if you're unemployed or underemployed, you can come and take our classes through that. And we also offer VA education benefits. And we also have a dedicated military liaison that can assist those. Well, I would imagine that if you have the ability then to take my cost of a program and give me a payment plan. In the end, the experience is not all that un unlike going through one of those other programs and doing some student loans. And when I'm done, I start paying a small fee for my student loan to pay it off. It's probably got to work from an experience perspective about the same. Well, it does. And um, I don't think I mentioned that we do offer, I mean, there are student loans that you can get, personal student loans mm -hmm. um, that you can get that work very much like that, where you would get a loan up front, they would pay for your classes, and you would pay for it back at the end. But Thankfully, our classes aren't too, too expensive, which is a good right, thing. Yeah. Um, so that makes it more affordable than going to get your associates or your bachelor's. You know, and um, we do have a lot of students that come to us that already have a bachelor's degree or already have an associates and they're not looking for a second degree. You know, they're looking for it to come to us and like I said, career change and get that education that they need. So it's easier to afford this than a second degree. Are there any awards or recognition that the program has been recognized with that might be good to talk about that folks may not know? 
Sure. Well, um, one of the great things is that we actually recently won 13 awards from the University Professional and Continuing Education Association, or UPCEA, which is what we call it for short. (laughs) Um, But one of the great things is that this year, we actually set a new record with a total of 24 awards um, that were um, offered to us from, or or excuse me, that we actually won from different adult learning organizations. Well, that would be, you know, I mean, that's good to know. You're going not just a local college that's easy to get to. I mean, it's it's one that's obviously being recognized for the level of education that you're getting from the degree programs over to one that we're talking about here in a, in a continuing education and certificate type Absolutely. program. Now, do you have something coming up? From what I understand, there may be an open house or an event that's coming up soon that folks can come and maybe look around and actually speak to some of the instructors, I'm sure, but maybe other students that are either in or recently completed some of your programs? Absolutely. We actually have an open house that's coming up on January the 11th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the KSU Center. And that's not on main campus. (laughs) So um, free parking, right? (laughs) Um, But for our open house, it's actually a free event. And what's really great about it is that we have information sessions for each of our different certificate programs. So as we mentioned earlier, that we have over 50 professional certificate programs that are available to the community and to our students. So it's a great way to come in for free and learn more about each of our programs that you're interested in. So if you're interested in one or five, that's completely fine. You can come in and you have the opportunity to not only talk to the program managers like myself, you can also talk to our instructors that will actually be teaching you in those courses. So it's a great way to, to find out more information directly from the source, um, what the class is going to be about, what you're going to learn, how it's going to prepare you for those certifications. Um, so we're really excited about that event and we hope that everybody comes out and sees us. Is now, is that something I need to RSVP and register for, or is it, if I have the date on my calendar, I can just come in? Well, um, one thing to do is we would like for you to register ahead of time. Um, you can do that on our website, which is ccpe.kendisaw.edu. You certainly can do that, or you can call us at 470-578-6765 and register for either our general session or you can register specifically for one of our information sessions. And one of the great things about attending this and an added bonus is that you get a 10% discount coupon just for attending. So that's super fantastic and a, and a great way to come on in and try out one of our programs. So you get that 10% discount coupon just for showing up that night. Off of my certificate course. You got it. Wow. Yeah. So you get 10% off of whichever certificate course you decide to register for. So if you decided to sign up for phlebotomy or human resources or paralegal, you can get 10% off of that class. Or if you register for more than one, you can take 10% off of each of them. Wow. Which is really great. So then for more than one. it's free and you get a discount You got it for showing up on January 11th to check out KSU's College of Continuing and Professional Education. And as I mentioned at the start of the show, We have with us, in addition to Jennifer from KSU, we have a couple of folks who themselves have taken advantage of some of the certificate offerings that they have at Kennesaw State University. I mentioned uh, Melissa Amaviska, one of the folks that's with us in the studio today. Talk about your, your background, Melissa, how you got involved with this particular program. Uh, well, I started off, um, entering KSU for their nursing program and applied a few times. Unfortunately, um, I did not get in. So I was looking to get my foot in the door to healthcare in general. So I started off with the CNA program 
and fell in love with KSU's continuing ed and decided to take their EKG program and phlebotomy program and ended up also um, testing for my patient care technician, which rounds out the um, all three courses, my CNA, phlebotomy, and EKG, and uh, ended up landing a job in a local hospital in an emergency room. So you took several of their courses, you were describing three or four of them that you were part of. For you as a student, logistically, how did you handle that? Did you take them concurrently? I did this one and finished that one and then did the next one? Or were you trying to kind of bang it all out and do those at the same time? Yeah. So uh, the way that it's offered, um, they're offered, I was able to work during the day and take the classes at night. So I took my CNA and then followed it the next few weeks. Um, they're pretty short classes. So I was able to take a, my CNA and then my EKG and then my phlebotomy pretty much back to back. Um, and then just the patient care technician is just a test. So I was able to just follow it up with that test at the end. I know there are a number of academic institutions around the greater Atlanta area, both within and without the city. What made you choose this particular program at KSU over some of the others that were around? To be completely honest, just having KSU's name on my resume and on those certificates really made the difference in getting hired. Now, when you went through, you decided, I, I think, with some good forethought to not just go for a patient care technician certificate. You decided to augment that with some understanding around EKG and, and other types of care that you would be experiencing, particularly in an area where you had some personal interest around emergency room. When you went to begin the interview process and you were talking to uh, either the folks in the human resources department and probably ultimately a nurse manager did those types of things come up in your conversations in terms of, in addition to being a patient care technician, I also have a certificate in EKG, things like that. Did you find that that played a role in your interview process? Sure. It's it's actually kind of funny. I did not originally interview in the emergency department. I interviewed for a floor job. And uh, a big thing about working on the floor is they um, stick a lot. Uh, phlebotomy is a big thing about working on the floor. Um, so that was a big, that was a big bonus was that I had a lot of sticking experience. And so I did not get that job and actually interviewed the next day in the ER. And they fell in love with the fact that I had so much experience with EKG and with phlebotomy. So that was a big bonus because a lot of people just, just have their CNA. So just having that extra experience with EKG and phlebotomy was really a big plus. We've been talking with Melissa Amavisca, an individual who went through the patient care technician certification with Kennesaw State University's College of Continuing and Professional Education program. In addition to that, uh, also took advantage of several other healthcare-related uh, programs that they have within that college, and is as you were able to hear here, was able to actually successfully navigate uh, job application process. I don't know if you've looked at jobs around the community in healthcare, but they're they're certainly looking for highly qualified people and everything that you can do. I, I have a background in nursing myself. I know that every certificate that you come with, every piece of extra training and, and knowledge that you bring makes you that much more appealing as a candidate. So it sounds like it was true for you. It sounds like as we were talking before we went on the air that you plan to build on this, use some some of this background that you've gotten and then gain some higher experience and maybe continue on the track to maybe get into nursing down the road. 
Yeah. So um, I'm actually in school now. I'm going to finish my associates in surgical technology. Um, and then later down the road, I am going to finish and get my registered nursing license. As, as somebody that was working with some of these healthcare related certificates, are any kind of tips or recommendations for somebody that might be thinking about a, a path like this that might be able to help them or make them say, well, geez, I should do the same kind of thing. Maybe not just be a patient care technologist, but one that has some of these other, other certificates to go with them. It's definitely worth it. Um, I mean, my, my biggest advice is don't stop at your CNA. I mean, it really gave me the leg up to have my phlebotomy and my EKG before I worked in the emergency room. I actually worked in the blood lab before it unfortunately shut its doors. So, um, but my, my biggest advice is to get those extra certificates because it, it truly gave me that leg up to get where I am today and work in the emergency room. Well, it sounds like uh, the, the path that you set for yourself um, was a good one in terms of job opportunities down the road, but you also sounds like partnered with an organization that could supply you with some of the uh, certificates and, and knowledge that would help you land a, a good job that will continue that track. And also with us in the studio today, I mentioned we have David Drake. He's an individual with a solution and uh, built on a technology platform that is helping the real estate community. That's right. Talk a little bit about your background, David. How did you decide, you know what, I think I'm going to try to develop a technology platform for realty? My background is probably a little different than what you might find typically of an entering student. Um, I am degreed. I have a bachelor's degree, a, a BBA in business. And as you might notice, um, your listeners won't know this, but uh, I've got a bit of gray hair, so I'm a little <laughs> older than a lot of the students probably starting out. But it was valuable, especially in the technology sector. Technology is constantly changing, and there was nothing in the business school that, that helped me with what I'm doing. I created and founded RE1Spot, as you said, a cloud application for real estate. My motivation, being a small business owner, is that um, we're, everything we do is online and on the web. So being a small business, funds are always critical. Cash flow is, is key. And I decided, you know what? Rather than paying this exorbitant amount of money to outside vendors, I said, I'm a pretty smart guy. I think I can learn this myself. I did what Jennifer suggested. I, I went on the web, looked at the program, went into the open house, asked questions. The questions, the answers to the questions all were to my liking. So I signed up and I did take uh, advantage of the 10% discount. <laughs> so I like that. And I can uh, confirm what Jennifer said is my instructors, I went through design, website design and development. There were two separate instructors for each segment of the program. And they focused and specialized in each design and development, which, which are a little different. And they worked, I took it at night and they worked in the industry during the daytime and came to class at night and taught. So I was getting firsthand, fresh, relevant information, which was key in the technology sector because that information is constantly changing. Well, I know that when it comes to website design, it's a little bit more challenging today than it used to be because when you do design a website, you have to think about it from a platform perspective. And as we talked about uh, a little bit before the show started today, that now just a little over half of the individuals who are looking into something to determine do I buy or not are doing it on a mobile device of some kind. And so 
making your brand and the way you display it on your website needs to look right and congruent across all those platforms. I guess you probably got some exposure in that. That's absolutely right. It's called making your website responsive <laughs> uh, is, the, is, the, is the technical term of it. And yes, that is key. The industry stats say that um, year over year, more and more people are doing things on smartphones and tablets. And we all know there are a number of different uh, tablet dimensions and um, resolutions on the market. This class helps address all of that. The website that I actually did in class was from, from, from our corporate website, re1spot.com. And uh, it looks great on whether little iPhones or tablets or, you know, retina displays. It's, it's pretty impressive across all platforms, all dimensions and all devices. Now, on the, the program that you're talking about, the certificate to help for web design and, and, and creation, was it? I mean, was it talking about how to code it or how, I mean, how, how, how in-depth do you go when you're getting into that? You get in-depth. Again, it's in two parts. The first part's in design and there's specific criteria that you have to look for when designing a website, your navigation, where you want your different elements, your graphics and your buttons and your links and things like that. There's, that's important. And that's the first half of the class, actually designing the look and feel. The second half, you shift over to the development side, which is actually you start doing some some coding. And we use Dreamweaver, which is uh, an Adobe, part of the Adobe suite, one of the uh, top. And that was important to me, too. They're using current industry mm -hmm. uh, software and not legacy software yeah. that you learn here. And then when you get out into the field, right. it, it's going to change. That's right. That wasn't the case at all, which is another thing that impressed me. I was going to ask that question. I'm glad you said that because some of those things are changing a little bit, given some of the requirements that we were just talking about, making sites be more responsive and not just that, but making them fast so that they actually display information to you quickly. Uh, I know you've all landed on a website that took it two, three, four or five seconds to load and quickly you're moving on to the next one. That's exactly right. And they teach you how to make your, to minimize the size of your images on the web because nobody, especially on wireless devices, nobody wants to mm -hmm. sit there and wait for something to download. Well, you talked about the fact that you're a small business owner. You have uh, a business platform here that you're marketing and you needed a good looking website. I know from my own experience, having worked with a physician practice here locally that recently overhauled their website with a local organization they paid. And it was a fairly basic, wasn't anything really crazy. There was no e-commerce or anything like that on it. $20,000 they paid to have that nice looking website done. Uh, I know that those costs, depending on your needs and depth of the website, it can go way up from there. You can easily. start approaching and exceeding six figures easily. After taking the class, I wonder who approved the budget for healthcare.gov. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I tell you, I mean, that goes to show you, it's certainly not just dragging stuff in and putting them That's into right. a, a picture or in text window. That's right. <laughs> Well, to introduce us a little bit to to your technology solution. I'd be remiss if we didn't have you talk a little bit about how you are able to now, uh, using the website that you were able to build that much more, able to interact with the community at large and let them know you're here and what you're doing. Sure. How does that How does that fit into your business? What do you all do? Sure. RE1Spot is a cloud-based enterprise platform for the real estate industry. Our target users are the agents, the brokers, and their clients. And what we've done is we've taken everything, moved it up to the cloud, which helps the brokers keep their fixed costs at a, at a bare minimum. It's a, a monthly fee, very reasonable monthly fee. 
And what we do is we take all the processes that are involved in a typical real estate transaction, put that online, um, make it accessible, and it automates and streamlines their entire workflow, all the way from when a lead comes in on the website, all the way through closing. They figures out all their financial calculations, all the transactional calculations, anything that's missing, uh, compliance issues that's required by the real estate law. It's addressed in the system, and we know whether it's been done or not. And they get the agent gets a little either text message, email, or both saying, by the way, you forgot to turn in the earnest money on this transaction. So there's a measure of project management included Absolutely. In, with the platform. That's interesting Absolutely. to keep things moving. Because I know that schedules and deadlines exist with regards to when things have to be submitted and so forth like right. that. And you can significantly delay closing and things like that. We interact in real time with the multiple listing services, which are is what basically the database that houses all the pictures and all the information about a property. We interact with all the MLSs. So we know when a property goes from an active stage to a pending stage to a closed stage. And there's a lot of to-dos that are happened at each one of those stages. Now you were able to really begin to get traction with this idea, I guess, when the market turned for real estate a few years ago, right. causing some contraction, trying to save money. And, and now, of course, I guess the efficiency that you're bringing enables that much more profitability for my practice because, uh, you know, my realty firm now can be almost completely virtual if we really want it to be. C completely virtual. And a lot of the brokers today call their uh, brokerages transactional, meaning that, you know, agents no longer have to show up into an office. All of their information is online. And if you think about it, the, the real estate consumers were pushing the drive for the real estate brokers and the agents to start leveraging technology. They didn't want to go to, into an office to sign a, sign a fax. Who has a fax machine today? Yeah, so, right. you know, um, <laughs> the technology and the um, modernization of real estate has evolved. And we saw a need about 10 years ago before the cloud was really what it is today. We were one of the earliest adopters of using the cloud for information sharing and, and transactional management. What sort of feedback are you getting from users of your platform with regards to where they're seeing the, man, I'm really glad we found this and started using it in our, in our realty business? I guess the best testimony, one of our largest customers based here in Atlanta um, has been opening offices. They're in multiple states. They've got several thousand agents and um, they all manage it all through a one spot. And that would not have been possible uh, in tra with traditional technology and the way they used to do it. Well, talk about where folks go, get information about RE one spot and how it might be able to fit into their real estate brokerage. Sure. Just, just go online. It's the uh, domain is www.reonespot.com. There's a place to sign up and uh, get a free demo ask questions. Um, a lot of the information is online and um, I take pride in that site as that's the one I, <laughs> I, I did from the class. <laughs> if anyone's interested in learning more about the website design development curriculum, they've asked me to be on site on the open house on the 11th. Oh. So I will be there fielding questions. So I, and I love talking about web design and technology. So well, clearly it sounds like you had a great experience with uh, Kennesaw State University College of Continuing Professional Education. Do Very you much. have any thoughts or tips before we let you get back uh, around your, your experience? No, it's been, it's been a, a huge benefit to, to my business and my knowledge base. 
And for those that are out there, I know we addressed talking about looking for jobs. If you go on, even if you're a degree like I am, if you go on to a ZipRecruiter or LinkedIn and look at their jobs things, they're asking for things like website design. They're asking for agile kind of management, social media. Those kind of things were not taught when I was going to school. And I could, have, you know, I could have a PhD, and when I got it, I wouldn't still know those things. So even if you're degreed in a job, my specialty is marketing. But by all means, if you're in a, in a job looking to either improve your skill set or move up, I highly recommend it, even those that, that have college education. It's very beneficial. <laughs> RE1spot.com is the website, and that's RE and then one spot, all one word, no dashes. So RE1spot.com. Uh, phone number for you, David. You got to give this out on the, on your business card? Uh, sure. 888 991 that's great. So just give them a call uh, about how they might be able to help your real estate brokerage take advantage of this technology platform to gain some efficiencies, uh, maybe be able to hit deadlines a little bit more consistently and possibly have greater productivity out of your out of your folks out there in the field Absolutely. by tying them all together and helping communication a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. At a much lower cost. Can't beat that. No, not at all. <laughs> well, any final thoughts from anybody before we let you get back to your afternoon? No, I just want to say thank you so much for having us today. And just one more reminder that we will be having our open house on uh, January the 11th from 6 to 8. So come out and talk to our wonderful graduates of our programs and um, talk to our instructors and definitely take advantage of the 10% discount that we have. And then we'll also have some career coaching sessions, um, resume writing, interview techniques, those kind of things. So um, come out there and take advantage of those. And we'd love to see you. Well, it's been a pleasure having the folks from Kennesaw State University's College of Continuing and Professional Education with us, along with uh, two of the folks that took advantage of those offerings and were able to see some benefit to their professional career track, as well as to their uh, individual small business that they have. So uh, clearly some great opportunities to advance your career, maybe change careers right around the corner, just outside the perimeter, not too far. It's easy to get to Kennesaw State University and uh, get on the website for KSU. Check out the the, the College of uh, Continuing and Professional Education. Find out what offerings might be good for you or one of your loved ones, somebody you, you care about that might really make a big difference in their life. I want to say thanks to everybody for joining us in the studio today. And if you've not done so already, go to the upper left-hand corner of the show page. There's an Apple logo there. that will take you to the iTunes store where Midtown Business Radio Show's podcast lives. And you can subscribe to us. And that way, each week when the new episode comes out, it's downloaded straight to your device, ready for you to check out when it's convenient for you. And when you do listen, we do hope you turn around and click share. Put it out on Facebook, put it out on Twitter and, and LinkedIn. You might just be sharing some information that makes a big difference for somebody that you care about. So we'll say thank you to all the folks that take advantage of my request to share our information. Help us get the word out. We look forward to catching up with everybody out there. Same time, same place next week. We'll see you then. <laughs>